You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Battle Red Nation to another episode of Locked On Texans, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. And as always, I have my partner in crime back from his vacation. What's going on, bro? John, some sports guy Hickman, and this episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Bill Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your very first order. I'm super happy to be back. You know, I had the opportunity last week to spend my birthday on the beaches, the beautiful beaches of West Palm Beach in Florida. And I know what you're thinking. Uh, but how was it out there? The pandemic was going on. You're crazy. Yes, I am all of those things. But uh, every once in a while, you have to treat yourself and... Um, with that being said, I had to treat myself to come back to the show to talk about the Houston Texans, the AFC, the AFC South, the NFL as a whole. And uh, if you guys were keeping up on this very slow grind type of weeks uh, that we've had, I mean, it's been slow news for Houston, it's been slow news around the NFL. But uh, yesterday, the New England Patriots, Sunday rather, the New England Patriots signed Cam Newton to a one year deal. And that's interesting because I, I didn't think for the longest, me being a New England Patriot fan, that the playing styles would work. And now, and rumors are uh, that the New England Patriots were the only team that was really interested in Cam Newton. Now I'm looking at Bill, Bill Belichick. I'm looking at the New England Patriots organization, and I'm looking at Cam Newton, and I'm thinking to myself, could this be an unorthodox match made in heaven to prolong the dominance of New England. And if the New England Patriots dominance is prolonged, what does that mean for the rest of the AFC? What does that mean for the AFC East, AFC North, AFC West, AFC South, and then boom, what does that mean for the Houston Texans? doesn't mean anything at all. Uh, That's the question where uh, I think it's very interesting to kind of look because if they can get the Cam Newton that we've seen at his best, then the New England Patriots can be a pretty well team, pretty uh, pretty good, uh, ran well team. That remains to be seen, uh, but it can it could possibly mean something depending on what version of this quarterback and how Bill Belichick will use him. And and you know one question is, will we really see Cam Newton at all? Uh, will he ever? Will he make the 16 games? Will he play 16? What will he do, or will he get released before we can really have a judge on his time in New England? I, I'm I'm very interested to see how it will turn out. Yes, and the reason why I wanted to open the show today talking about Cam Newton going to the New England Patriots, it had me wondering how much does this affect the Houston Texans? Because when Tom Brady left the Patriots, I automatically proclaimed the Texans as the third best team in the AFC. Um, Of course, you know, you you have to factor in the fact that they lost DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, we all know that. But at the end of the day, if this team can stay healthy, they can challenge the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens in the year 2020. Not only do they have a phenomenal quarterback, but this team has a lot of talent. But 
Cam Newton going to the New England Patriots is kind of concerning for me here in Houston rooting for the Texans because if the Patriots and, – and, and yes, guys, I know that what I'm about to say depends on the health of Cam Newton, and I know and I'm not expecting to see the Cam Newton who became league MVP back in 2015 or 2016, whenever it was, but of course that Cam Newton is gone. And we know the last couple of years this hasn't been a guy who has missed game after game after game. I believe he's on, I believe, a eight to nine game losing streak as a starting quarterback. We know injuries has to derail this man's career. But knowing the Patriots system, and you still have majority of this team that's intact. Of course, Tom Brady is gone. But Tom Brady, at the end of the day, was not the Tom Brady that we all became loving and accustomed to over the past two decades. If they can get at least 75, let's say 60 to 75% of Cam Newton, this team is going to be just as good, if not better, than it was in 2019. And this is a team who went 12-4, and four, they still have one of the best defenses in the league. I believe last year they was ranked in the top five. The only thing that they that they was missing is a, is a quarterback heading into this new season. And I'm going to put this to bed right now because I'm not about to go through this whole, we don't know if Cam Newton's going to start, blah, 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 blah. Look, if Cam Newton's healthy, there's no one. He's going to be the starter by week one. He's going to be the New England Patriots starter in week one. So back to my original point, if they could get 60 to 75% of a healthy Cam Newton. I kind of feel like that put the Texans back as the fourth best team in the AFC conference. Now you're talking about a team who is still going to be in the same predicament that they have been the last three years. You are good, but you're not better than these three teams, Ravens, Chiefs, and Patriots. That system is still there. That coach is still there. Like I mentioned, all they needed was a quarterback. And you saw how good they were with a declining Tom Brady. So it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. I, I think right now they're tied for third because you, you don't know what version of Cam Newton you're going to get. Nobody knows. But if the Patriots can be, if, if Cam Newton can be, like I said, at least half of what he was, I kind of feel like that's going to be enough to put the Patriots back into the running. Now, do I see them going to the Super Bowl? No. But if you match up, if, if, if I see this team, the Texans team, the way they're constructed right now, matching up with the Patriots, with a healthy Cam Newton, I, I, that's another team. I'm not just, I'm not sure if they can surpass them. I, I respectfully disagree. And uh, I'll, I'll say this, departure, no departure. The Texans beat the Patriots last year. Um, with that amazing defense New England had. Um, but it was still a declining Tom Brady. We all saw that. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, very much so declining Tom Brady. But I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to speculate whether or not this team in Houston would be the third best team or, or not because of the Cam Newton signing to New England. And I'll say this. Whether Cam Newton signed to New England or not, I still didn't have Houston as a third-best team. So the Cam Newton signing doesn't change whether they're three or not for me because they were never three. When I look at the entire makeup of this uh, conference. So 
And, but everything is rem to remain to be seen, right? Let's be honest. We we don't know. Honestly, I don't know if we're going to get a full 16-game season this year. I know there will probably be no preseason game. It, one, if maybe, uh, but that's remained to be seen as well. I, I don't think that we're going to get the traditional 16-game season NFLs this year. And so I'm not – when I look at the entire NFL – Everybody's been handicapped right now. Rookies can't can't practice. Uh, second and third year players not being able to get that time. And then now training camp starts in a couple weeks at the end of July. And honestly, we are still up in the air about whether or not there's going to be a football season. And I think if it is, it's going to be a stretch a little bit. But nonetheless, when I look at the AFC, I still didn't have Houston at number three. I had the Tennessee Titans at number three. And that's just simply because they are bringing back multiple guys that were part of their run last year. Houston, on the other hand, their run ended abruptly. And the last time we saw that run, there was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things that were head scratchers, boneheaded moves. Now guys are gone, whether they are in uh, Tennessee with Jonathan Joseph or that, whether they're in Arizona or just didn't come back. It doesn't matter. We are looking at a team that we still have a lot of unknowns because COVID-19 has knocked off everybody. And for this team that got new faces like David Johnson, got new faces like the receiving core makeup and shakeup, got new DCs, got a new full-time, they were never number three. And with Cam going to New England, it didn't pushed them to four. Uh, honestly, you could look at New England and that AFC East, and you could have put Buffalo in the fourth spot if we really wanted to be honest, because Buffalo is a very good team. Houston was never my number three. And I want to say this, Cam Newton does not change anything for Houston, because if I'm Houston, then you're, 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 you, 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 you're going through Kansas City, you're going through uh, uh, Baltimore, and you still have to worry about your division, the Tennessee Titans. You can worry about New England at some other point, but they're not a factor for Houston this year. And I still would have the Buffalo Bills as a number one threat in the AFC over the um, New England Patriots. I'm not putting the Tennessee Titans over the Texans because we don't even know Ryan Tannehill. What, the way we saw him in the, the second half of the 2019 season was phenomenal. But I'm not putting the Tennessee Titans over them because we, we have to see that for a full 16-game regular season from Tannehill. And not only that, I kind of believe this Derrick Henry situation with, with Tennessee and with him on the verge of getting his first major contract, that's going to start a rift between those two guys. Now, I'm not the one to start rumors or anything like that, but I got my eyes set on that because we all have seen this time and time again. A running back isn't happy. He sits out. Disgruntled star. Team don't know whether they should pay him or, uh, or not pay him. That's going to cause some kind of divide. And the, the only team that I can say you probably have a point by saying going into the 2020 season, you can possibly say – can rival the Texans for that third spot as the, as the third best team in this conference is the Buffalo Bills, and that's because they added Stephon Diggs. But 
if you're looking at Titans, Texans, Bills, I'm going with the Texans. Because, yes, even though they lost DeAndre Hopkins, you still have a guy by the name of Deshaun Watson. You still have a pretty damn good solid receiving core, which if they can stay at least 90% healthy, they're going to shock the world. You still have a pretty good backfield. You have several young studs on the defensive side of the ball. I, that, that's why I'm picking the Texans as this third best team in this conference. Well, I will say this. You don't have to worry about Odell Beckham going to the New England Patriots. Uh, he tweeted a fan today. You can find me in the land, homie. We got unfinished business. Yeah, uh-huh. And LeBron James did the same thing back in 2010, and look what happened. The Lockdown Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to $10,000. To make your own donations along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com backslash Black Lives Matter. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Beer bars are tasty, not none of that bland, no flavor bars. No, none of that. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Who doesn't like candy bar? Snickers, Mr. Good Bar, the whole nine, but it's just a little bit more better for you. 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut free flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy like me. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, which is what you really need if you're really trying to get a little bit healthier. Flavor profile here, peanut butter brownie, 20 grams protein, 170 calories, 3 grams sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that is promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. It's funny that we talk about the Texans being the third best team in the AFC conference, but John, that has me wondering about the Texans five years from now. I don't want to turn this into a Deshaun Watson contract situation, but John, I kind of feel like the Texans are on the same track as, let's say, the Pittsburgh Steelers were the past 15 years. You remember there were there was a time during the mid to late 2000s where when you think of the AFC Conference, you always thought that the road went through either New England or it went through Indianapolis. Of course, with that being said, the conference in the era was dominated by Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And the one team who was always just hanging around, always going 10 and 6, 11 and 5, 12 and 4 was the Pittsburgh Steelers. They was they the Ben Ben Roethlisberger was able to get two championship rings during that run and it was always the the third wheel. You know, you, you thought of the AFC, you thought about Patriots, you thought about Colts. And then it was like, oh, yeah, but you got to keep your eye out on Pittsburgh, you know. And I kind of feel like because the same thing that we saw during the, during the mid to late 2000s, even the first half of the 2010s, between those three teams, 
the AFC is basically about to shift like that again. But this time, it seems like the AFC is going through Kansas City and Baltimore. And it seems like it's going to be Houston as that third team that's always going to be hanging around, going 10 and 6, 11 and 5, 12 and 4. Hopefully, like Ben Roethlisberger, they could pull off one or two Super Bowls in the mix of this. But, John, it has me wondering in the next five years, do you think the Texans will have enough to break through that mold and they won't be a third wheel? Let's say they have enough to surpass Baltimore because as much as people like to rave about Baltimore, they still haven't won anything, which it which is kind of funny because it kind of put them in the same class as the Texans. Elite quarterback, exciting elite quarterback, but at the same time, you guys haven't won anything. So. Do you think that in the next five years, of course, we know this goes through, you know, the draft, free agency, the relationship between players and management and everything else in between. Do you think the Texans can surpass that and be the second best or even the best team in this conference, let's say five years from now? Uh, well, first, before I even answer that, let me say this. We give uh, Tony Dungy and the Indianapolis Colts way too much credit. Uh, you you mentioned that the role went through the Colts and the Patriots, and you know well, the Colts only won one Super Bowl during that span. Yeah. The Steelers won two, the Ravens won two as well. Well, Tony uh, Tony and, and Peyton Manning was going by the time the uh, second uh, Ravens Super Bowl, but the Ravens won one Super Bowl during that time, and the Steelers actually won two more than what Peyton Manning and Tony Dungeon could produce in in Indianapolis. So the, 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 they really only went through one team consistently year in and year out. And I and I really hate that we always give Colts that much credit because as great as they were, they never really amounted to what they potentially should have did. And that's only because they were only able to win one ring. And then we know that the uh, Saints beat them the second go-round. Sean oh, Bay say that again. Say that again. I ain't hear you. Say again. I ain't hear you. What you say? Uh, you heard me. You, you heard me. You heard me. You heard me. <laughs> But uh, when, I, when I look at the Houston Texans and what they could, could potentially be, whether they're going to be a second team or third team, if they are a third team, like the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Colts or the Ravens, those were all third type of teams, right? We can say one is the second one, but then one of the other two could be the third type of team. They all won a Super Bowl. And I think in the next five years, if the Texans are one of those third teams and if history repeats itself, then they'll win a Super Bowl. I, I, but here's the difference between back then and now, right? The Steelers had Bill Cowher for a coach for their first Super Bowl, and then they was blessed to get Mike Tomlin for the second one. Tony Dungy was for the coach Super Bowl. Um, when we look at uh, the Ravens and, you know, what they were able to do, we know how stout they were defensively both times, and Harborough was the coach for the second Super Bowl, I don't know why I can't think of the the, uh, the head coach for the 2000 Ravens Super Bowl. And that's going to bother me, so I'm going to look that up. But they all had, and we know what Bill Belichick was in New England, is in New England, rather. They all have elite coaches that coached their ass off. And I think that's what the Houston Texans are missing right now. But dynamics of what this team can be in five years. I don't even want to think that far because they only have Laramie Tunsil for three 
of those five years. And I think when you give somebody $22 million per year at a lineman position, shout out to him, by the way, you got to win in one of those years because you're paying him a lot of money. Then you know that Deshaun Watson contract is coming up. And so I think five years is entirely too long, especially thinking how Deshaun Watson mentioned he also wanted a three-year deal as well. So in the next three years, I'll say that. Do I think they potentially have what it takes to be one of those second or third tier teams? Because you know who was considered a second or third tier team? Well, a second or third team, the Chargers, but they never won. Um, so if we look back in, on time, the Chargers was really one of those fourth, fifth, sixth teams. Now, the Chiefs already won theirs, and honestly, I think they're going to win again this year if the NFL season actually goes on the way. The Ravens, like you said, is one of those second teams. But to your credit, they haven't won as well in the last two years. They didn't make it out of their first game. And that league, okay, who else is in AFC? Crucify me if you want, but I still think the Tennessee Titans are right now a better team. And I, I want to keep emphasizing only because they have more chemistry with one another coming into this year than I think the Texans does because of the changes, the, the departures and, and the changes in organization. But that's only for one year. Now, once the Texans can actually get a full offseason, which they have not had in the last two years, they haven't had a full offseason with their key guys. Because remember, they got Larry Tunsil right before we won last year, and he didn't get an offseason. Then I think they will be able to get some continuity with one another, and they can reach that second team, that third type of team. As long as they don't go out like the San Diego Chargers and now the L.A. Chargers, then I, I think that the Texans are put, will put themselves in a position to win. And I think if we look at everything that they're doing right now, they are in a position to win. I just don't think that with all of the moves made combined with not being able to practice with one another, the virtual workouts were cool, but not being able to smell fresh grass and put those cleats on and go out there and, 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 and execute those plays and get that muscle memory going on and on. And then it's, it's difficult to go and, and pick them against the Chiefs. It's difficult to go and pick them against the Ravens. It's difficult to go and pick them against the Titans. Um, but I think that they are making moves as an organization to set themselves up for the next two to three years to actually make a real Super Bowl run. Well, first and foremost, let me just say I never believed in the Chargers. Um, let me say that again. I never believed in the Chargers. I believe the only time I believed in them was when LaDamian Thomas in one league MVP. And even then, I still had my doubts. <laughs> but with all that being said, listen, the next five years is going to be really crucial for this team um, because – when I broke this down last week, when I was talking about Deshaun Watson's contract situation, the way this team is built right now is basically the next three years is the most important for this franchise. If they could find a way to be the top team in the AFC or the second best team in the AFC conference, and let's say they get to the championship or even the Super Bowl to that match, to that fact, this team is going to be set up for, let's say, the, the next 10 years but if they don't and they continue to get bounced out in the wild card get continue to get bounced out of, out of the divisional round five years from now 
if you're looking at the ceiling of 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 this team, especially with Deshaun Watson, and your ceiling is no better than the San Diego Chargers, you really have a real problem on your hands. And that's why I wanted to bring this up because it seems like the Texans they have the potential to surpass Baltimore because, like I say, Baltimore's a, it's just an exciting team, but they still haven't won anything. They have they have yet to prove anything. They're just as exciting as the Texans are. But if they could surpass Baltimore and get into that, all we need to do is just focus on Kansas City. I can see them winning something in the next five years. I want to let you guys know about Rock Auto. With every increasing number of makes, whether it's Fiat, Kia, or Cadillac, models, Pacifica, EX5, and models like Pacifica and the XT5, it's now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Like, is your Odyssey an LX or EX? And wait while the counterman orders of parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. Hmm? That's kind of played out. It's 2020. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and you will see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Just want to give you guys a quick NFL news update. The NFL plans to start training camp on time despite the rise in positive COVID-19 testings, including multiple players who have tested positive for the coronavirus. The majority of the 32 teams are scheduled to start training camp July 8th, according to NFL Vice President Jeff Posh. Uh, Posh went on to say that training camps are expected to open on the normal schedule during a conference call. He continued to say that for most clubs, that will be July 28th. And then, obviously, you can bring rookies and other players in before that. Uh, then he added that the league is in the conversations with the NFL Players Association on potentially cutting down the preseason. And as we know, the NFL Hall of Fame game has already been canceled. In lighter news, our own coach, Romeo Cornell, received the PFWA's Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, as we know, Cornell has been coaching for over 35 years. He's been with Houston since 2014. He was a part of the 16 playoff appearances and 12 division crowns, six conference titles, and won five Super Bowls with the New England Patriots and the New York Jets. We desperately want him to, <laughs> you know, we, we want, to, want him to help bring one here to Houston. And uh, everything that he's done defensively for this team since he's gotten here, this team has been one of the best defenses in the league at one point. He's just continuously creating uh, different ways to, you know, improve and expand in his role while also, you know, having guys under his belt like Mike Vrabel, now Anthony Weaver. So to see him get that award, I can't think of anybody else who deserves it more than him. And this is the Dr. 
Paul Z. Zimmerman Award for his lifetime achievement as an assistant coach. Guys, it means nothing more to be back, and I can't wait to do this show again tomorrow. John, some sports guy Hickman is talking to you live with a new microphone. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two eyes at the end. All right, Battle Red Nation, that's going to do it here for another installment of Locked On Texans. Hey, by the way, please do us a favor and subscribe to Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Megaphone, and Spotify. And please be sure to leave a five-star rating and follow Locked On Texans on Facebook and Twitter at Locked On Texans. Thank you so much for tuning in to another installment of Locked On Texans. Once again, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime, Jonathan Sports Guy Hickman. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.